Axis Mundi. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, Associate Professor of Religious Studies at uh, Skidmore College. And I'm joined today by uh, my colleague and also friend, J. Aaron Simmons, uh, who is Associate Professor of Philosophy at Furman University. Um, Aaron has authored many things. He's edited many things. He is the president currently of the Soren Kierkegaard Society in the United States. He has a recent book that just came out, Christian Philosophy, um, and that uh, is uh, Con- Conceptions, Continuations, and Challenges. That's from Oxford. Another book, Kierkegaard's God and the Good Life from Indiana University Press. Um, a book called God and the Other. A book uh, called uh, The New Phenomenology. Aaron, you, you, uh, every time I look at your CV, I'm just amazed at how much you've written in a short amount of time. So um, thanks for joining me. Oh, happy to be here. Re- really glad to, glad to do it. Um, and so I, you know, there's a bunch of reasons I wanted to, to have you on. Uh, and one of them is just, you know, we've been friends for a couple of years now. We met at a conference and every time we get together, I feel like we just sort of talk for three or four or five hours about everything from philosophy to religion to, to ethics to uh, whatever it may be. And, you know, I know, you know, one of the reasons we have such good conversations is we, we share a kind of intellectual background, philosophical and, and otherwise. Um, but we're also coming from different places. I've said on this show many times and told my story that I'm a, an ex-evangelical and I'm now sort of identify as a secular person, but somebody who's in deep dialogue all the time with uh, religious uh, folks, communities, texts. Um, and, you know, you are, uh, you come from a very different perspective. You are uh, no longer identify as an evangelical, but you are sort of evangelical adjacent is maybe a way we can put it. And yeah, so like is, is that fair? Yeah, that's very fair. Uh, I certainly was raised evangelical, uh, white evangelicalism, and uh, did my best probably for about a decade um, in my 30s to try to maintain that affiliation. Um, And then after Trump got elected in 2016, uh, given the widespread evangelical support for him, I recognized that was no longer an identity that I could uh, remain comfortable with. Uh, so the way I put it is I didn't really leave evangelicalism, but it left me. Yeah. And so now I identify still as a Pentecostal, which I have always been. I'm actually fourth generation Pentecostal um, and still attend a church that would broadly be considered a white evangelical church. It's a Assemblies of God church here in Greenville, South Carolina. 
um, my background is the Church of God in Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, my grandfather was a pastor in the Church of God. So yeah. all, all of those relations continue. The identity has shifted uh, because I no longer want to affiliate with anything that would put me in the camp of 85 plus percent supporting uh, what it is that Trump represents. Yeah. And for me, that was so far from my Christian commitments that I had to break with that identity in order, uh, or break with that term, it's a better way to put it, break with that term in order for my Christian identity to be um, something I thought was responsible. You, it, it now leaves you in a peculiar place and uh, you are now a Southern, born and bred Southerner. Uh, you are uh, work at a university, a landmark university in many ways in the South, uh, Furman, and you live in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so you're a Southerner through and through. No one's going to doubt that. You are Christian through and through, as you, as you mentioned, fourth generation Pentecostal. Um, and you just voted for Bernie Sanders. So um, this is, a, we have a really weird situation. And I feel like we're in one of those movies where we start like at the, the, the opening scene is the end. And you know, you have to lead up somehow to this very odd scenario that's happened. Like we're in, that's right. uh, you know, we're, we're in the desert and someone's climbing out of the back of a car with, you know, uh, an injury or something. And we're like, what happened here? How did they get here? So now we got to back up. So Aaron, um, I want to sort of figure out how we got to you, this tried and true Southerner, Pentecostal, Christian philosopher, and Bernie supporter. So can you tell us a little bit more? You grew up, um, you're born in Tennessee, I know, but you spent your life in the South and in Christian churches. Like, what was that like? You know, what were you like as, as a young person all the way up to, like you said, in your 30s, kind of remaining uh, what you would call an evangelical? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's, it is. I, I, I'm sort of thinking about, like, you know, if this were a film how far back would that little, you know, five weeks ago thing flash, you know, <laughs> uh, how, how far back would it be? So uh, in sort of a, a very short um, outline, maybe I can put it this way. I, I was born in Cleveland, Tennessee. My parents uh, were both professors uh, and, and now have retired from their relationship um, there, but they both were professors at a Church of God college. Um, wonderful university. Um, and uh, when I was, I guess I was about seven or eight, my little sister was three years old, got diagnosed with cancer. And so we actually ended up moving to Tampa, Florida for her treatment. And this upended our entire life, uh, really put the brakes on all kinds of things that had been normal up to that point. And so from seven to, I guess, 18, um, I grew up, you know, playing drums. I was a very good drummer and played drums in the youth choir, toured all over the country on youth group trips, uh, you know, went to a very interesting multicultural church, still predominantly white, but um, very multicultural for a white evangelical church there in Tampa, Florida. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out 
It's not hard, I promise. 